And that was Walk Your Finance Out That Door by Ariana Grande. My name is Lady Durbin, and welcome back to an episode of No Brows Giving with my co-host, Erica. How are you, Erica? Oh my God, fine, Jeremy. How are you? Nice, really being here with you again. Again and again and again, because you are my <laughs> official co-host. You're the Michelle to the my massage. Thank you. Look, Thank you. Day number a hundred and something three of quarantine. And things are getting a little spicy right now. I'm doing my makeup. And yes. you know, uh, we're doing college Tuesday tonight. So this is gonna be pre-recorded. So guys, again, a reminder if you're ever in need of fun or need something to do. You can tune into College Tuesday. Me, myself, and I was always there. And of course, sometimes you can spot Erica in the crowd showing yes. her LGBT pride. Yes, and actually, I'm going to be very happy to be here there because I'm going to be, uh, I'm, I'm telling you, it gets very, very good. You cannot miss College Tuesdays. You cannot do that, okay? Because it's very good, and I'm going to be there and just. Come and see uh, Lady German because she is great and everybody there is, they are great. And if you don't know who are the people behind the scenes for College Tuesday, it is DJ Steve Sidewalk, all the way from New York City, boo, 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 from the Ritz. And we know that the Ritz is a lit place and it's a great place. Right now, if you are in New York City and you want to get your drinks, remember that the Ritz is open from 3 p.m. to 8 p.m. So catch your Long Island or your frozen margaritas, or your frozen drink, if you know what I mean. Oh, my God. I love frozen margaritas. Yes, place your order if you're in New York City. And also, too, if you want a pregame, place your order. So like that, when you're watching College Tuesday on Zoom, you have your rich drink, and you're ready to watch the show. Yes, exactly. So, Erica, we are in quarantine days. So many days. But... We're surviving. We are surviving, actually. We are still surviving here. And, you know, we are going step by step. At least in Massachusetts, we are opening step by step. Uh, so, but we have all the protection that we can get. We still wear a mask. We still wear our gloves. We go out. We still have social distance. But we are um, ready to work in some places. I guess uh, some... Places are going to be open, like uh, opening like barber shops, right? And yeah, uh, re- yeah some retails, but they have is for like pickup and for appointment. Well, I heard that some retails are uh, fully officially closed. There's rumors. Yeah. Some say there's rumors that Victoria's Secret is no more. Yeah, exactly. And you know, actually, there are a lot of stores that are going to be closing. Um, I heard that JC Penny. Is closing. closing. Uh, yeah, I don't know because my store, because I work a lot in Taylor, and I don't know if they're going to open or not. They're still uh, thinking about opening, maybe or maybe not. And then all the stores that they may not open again. So uh, we don't know yet. So we're still waiting. You know, and, I you feel know, like we're uh-huh. at a point where we don't really know, but it's hard for us to know because, first of all, we have people posting so many things on social media. And sometimes nowadays it's really hard to know what's true and what's not. Yeah, yeah, it's very, it's very hard, it's very difficult right now. Because you know what? People are still afraid to go out. 
people are still afraid to go to work. People are still afraid to do things because it's not easy. We still have a threat, you know, that we are going to be getting sick and we're going to die. You and know, the whole cycle virus. can start again. You know, the whole cycle of, of people being infected can start all over and the population of, you know, um, devs can rise up again. Yeah, exactly. You know, one thing I have to say is that in some places where they they open, uh, they, you know, they, they have uh, been some outbreaks because, you know, they started to do a normal life and then uh, suddenly they started to get sick. So, you know, it's not going to be easy. And I think that the only way that we are going to be safe before the vaccine comes out, and we don't even know when it's going to be, maybe by the end of the year, Oh, I don't know. They still are working on the vaccine, or it's going to is is already there. I really don't know. So, well, conspiracy theory. Do you think that the vaccine is already there? I honestly think the vaccine is already in some countries. I think that the vaccine might be already in China, uh, might be in South Korea. Uh, well, there's a theory. But we don't know yet. There's a theory that. Apparently, they're saying that the vaccine might be there, but they want uh, to see the government of the U.S. of A. give out and keep giving out stimulus checks. So in order for them to lose money and be in low equity to not pay for their vaccine. Oh, well, I didn't know that. I also heard that uh, uh, this is what I heard. Like I say, to me, it's a conspiracy theory anyway. So we don't know for a fact. But I heard that they, they have the vaccine in China, but they want to charge money, you know, to the United States so we can get the vaccine. I don't know if that's true or not, but I don't know. Well, you know, due, due to the coronavirus, a lot of Americans are dealing with a lot of things. And one of the biggest things right now is jobs. A lot of Americans have lost jobs. And right now we're going under the process of reopening certain venues and certain things. So let's talk a little bit about jobs. So we know people had jobs before we went to this pandemic and we went into quarantine. We know some people had great jobs where they were, you know, making the money for rent, making money for the mm -hmm. kids to support themselves and sustain themselves. Now, due to the coronavirus, a lot of people, instead of being, you know, told, okay, we're going to support, like by jobs and big corporations, we're going to support you. We're going to, we're going to be there for you. We're still going to have you on the books. We're going to wait for you when this is open. Like nobody kept the loyalty. Instead, what a lot of companies did was they let go of the people. Now, what do you think about that? I think it's very sad, but you know, they, they let people go because they are not getting any, any uh, income. And uh, so a lot of people have been let go, uh, especially in retail, uh, in stores. Um, a lot of people uh, have been let go. But however, there were having some stores that they have been letting people go anyway before the coronavirus. And they were not doing it very well, uh, regardless of this coronavirus. And now uh, they are basically closing. Uh, so basically, and a lot of people and that work in restaurants, for example, they don't have uh, documentation. And so basically, they're not going to get any any job for a long time. And it's basically, they are desperate because you know what, they, they, want, they, they have tried to pay the rent, they don't have the money, and a lot of people are pretty sure they're going to end up homeless in the streets. 
Yep. So yeah. we definitely seen that um, in a lot of cases and also too in personal cases where we we know or we've heard of some people that have been homeless. And, you know, one of the biggest things is stability and being able to know that you can pay for your things. Now, a, thing, a big thing that has also affected um, people, and I, and I feel like a lot of people are people who are waiters and who are drag queens and our performers and work off like that there was no okay. background um for them to get these things but i think the people that were mostly um affected and couldn't get any resources were immigrants yes exactly yeah because you know people the immigrants especially they are immigrants that are undocumented but they also are they immigrants that they have their uh you know they're working on their status on legal status and for example uh, you know a lot of these people Unfortunately, they are no permanent residents, but they probably are still working. They're still legal to work, you know, and uh, they still have some documentation. And some people have been uh, also married to American citizens who are still working on, you know, getting the, you know, documentation. And they didn't get a stimulus check. So that is very unfair. And for example, uh, let's say that I am, um, you know, my husband is married to me, but I'm an American citizen. So you know what? I was able to, to get a stimulus check, you know? But I feel very bad for uh, my friend. And my friend, she's, you know, being married to her, her husband. Her husband's an American citizen. He's not American born here, but he's an American citizen. But she didn't get any stimulus check. And you know what? How can somebody who is, a, who is an American citizen have to be punished because her, you know, their partner are no American citizens or they are no residents, you know, and they 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 cannot get a stimulus check. That's very unfair. So it's like so, uh yeah. Mm -hmm. So there was there's been some comments made about stimulus checks and about support for immigrants. Now um there was a comment that I personally found interesting, which was um why are people getting upset that immigrants are not getting a stimulus check when throughout the year immigrants who come to this country and have kids are getting checks already from the government where it's visa uh, where it's via um food stamps where it's via um tax money why should the taxpayer be paying for immigrants to get a stimulus check when the whole when every year they've been consuming and getting now the interesting thing about that statement is it's partially true but yes. I don't think that we should justify, I don't think that we should justify every immigrant. Yes, there are certain immigrants that come to this country, have kids, mm -hmm. that's their first goal, so they can get a check from the U.S. government. Yes. But unfortunately, those are the <laughs> ones who have those bad intentions who mess it up for everybody. So we yeah. cannot assume um, that every immigrant is like that. It's just like when every when white people say, oh, not every white person is racist. So yeah. my thing is, we cannot say a statement like that just bluntly. We keep, we gotta we gotta say like at least give me a percentage, give me about twenty five or fifty. You gotta let me know because that's when I'll say, you know what, you're probably right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're right about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So go mm -hmm. ahead. Mm -hmm. Do you have any more thoughts on yeah. this whole? Thing? Well, you know, I think I have thoughts because the reason why is that, okay, I mean, I understand that there are immigrants who they come to this country and they don't, uh, you know, they, they get checked from the government and stuff like that. 
Well, there are a lot of immigrants regardless that they don't, they are, they are undocumented or they are not resident, legal resident yet, but they still are legalized to work. <clears throat> they are working, they're paying the taxes, taxes in order to, you know, to be here. So it's, it's basically unfair for somebody who paid their taxes, either with social security number or, um, there's another number, uh, the, um, another number that they can use to pay their taxes, you know, and they are not doing that because, you know, they're not getting their money back, the money that they, they are working, they're paying for. So these are the yeah. people that I am, I am upset because you know what, these are the people that are working hard, paying taxes for all of us, you know, for, for children to go to school, you know, for social security and everything, but they're not getting, they're not getting their money back because they are no, uh, they are, they are no, they are no residents or they are not, they don't have, uh, how you say, they are not working legally. You know what I mean? That's, uh, the, those are the people that I, I get, you know, upset about. But the thing is, you know, I mean, I don't have a, a percentage. I don't know, you know, how many people. Well, I have work. a question yeah. now. Now, this has been a big trend on social media, and it's that a lot of Americans have been using their stimulus check for other purposes, not for food purposes, not for um, rent purposes. They have been using their money for other purposes. And another thing that's been trending is unemployment. Unemployment has been going through the roof that a lot of people have been getting approved, yet they're still receiving stimulus checks. Yeah. But you have all these people just at the same time saying that they're in need, they're in need. But the same people who are saying they're in need are wasting yeah. their money on drinking on mm -hmm. a lot of on a lot of things. Yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah, because you know what? The stimulus check is not to go there to spend money. It's there to pay expenses, you know, and to save money. Because you don't, we don't know how things are going to get. You know, we probably, I mean, right now they're opening the economy and they are trying to open it, open some jobs. However, we don't know if we're going to have another outbreak and then we're going back to quarantine again or lockdown again. And then how are we going to be able to, you know, pay, uh, pay for things if we don't have money safe, you know? But we have to save for the future. So I think that you should not be spending your money on, on buying to yep, buy stuff, you know? I'm still waiting for the New York Times to post that um, the USA is going to go through another Great Depression. Yeah, definitely. I'm pretty sure that I want to go to another Great Depression because you remember back in, you know, with the, you know, after the Spanish flu, you know, in, uh, you know, 19, you know, 1918, 1919, I mean, it was around that time. And, you know, after that, after the whole period of, um, you know, with the pandemic, then, uh then the the continent went through a depression you know yeah and that what and that's probably what's going to happen this time then we're going to go to a depression and hopefully we don't well, hopefully we don't go to another world war three you know like last time you know so it's like it's going to be very very difficult and you know but this is going to get really bad i think that this is not over uh it's going to be very very bad i mean i hope not Hopefully it doesn't get bad because we do not need more bad news. One thing that I do hope is that we can reopen in a safety way. And I think everything is done properly, not through hashtag Twitter like the president does. But I hopefully feel that everything will come out good. 
And I hope that we all can get back on our feet and all get back into our daily today lives. You know, yeah. I know that one thing, one thing that was shocking to me recently is that mm-hmm. I was on my Instagram and I want to hear, actually, I was in my Snapchat and I want to hear your thoughts on this. Mm-hmm. Some gay clubs are open and I was dumbfounded because some of those gay clubs that are open, um, they were practicing social distancing, but how can you practice social distancing when you are under the influence of alcohol, when you want to, when you're under the influence of alcohol, you're more likely to be wanting to touch, wanting to, yes. to, you know, touch someone else, the feeling and the sensation. Yeah, exactly. I think that doesn't make any sense because, first of all, when you're in a bar or you're in a nightclub, you know, with a bunch of people, you're going to be taking your mask off in order to drink. And then you're going to be uh, uh, talking to other people. And when you are with somebody right there and you are drunk, you know, you're going to be talking to somebody, you're going to be touching people, and you say, you're going to be dancing. And then, you know, after that, if you, if you happen to want to go and have sex with somebody, you're going to do it. And then yeah. you have to call you know, you have to COVID, the coronavirus, you're going to give it to that person, and that person is going to give it to somebody else. So I don't mm-hmm. think that that is going to work at all. You know, and the thing is, I so think that. So- I, I believe that we shouldn't even be opening any clubs at this point. No. Um, you know, I'm a performer and I'm a drag queen and it's something that, you know, I make my money off of. And I don't think that we are in a point of being to be having clubs open. I understand a lot of us want to have fun. A lot of us want to enjoy ourselves. And a lot of us want sex. That's the main goal for everybody who wants to grow up. To yeah. communicate with other people and to have that interaction and that whole being with someone else. But I don't think we're at a right point in time to be going out clubbing. I think we should really think this through. And I think one thing that I do want to say is, and I know that it, it will sound hypocritical because I just promoted, um, you know, but this is no brow giving. As we are processing in this podcast, we can have second opinions or second thoughts. We're, we're human, we grow and we give perceptions and then we, either learn from them or we learn something new every single time. And I think that one thing that I want to say right now is that maybe we shouldn't be promoting um, clubs that are open, that are selling alcohol. Maybe we shouldn't be promoting those things because, um, you know, we're promoting, we're not promoting social distancing by telling people to go out out of their house and go buy drinks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And I think that, no, we shouldn't be promoting that at all because it's very risky. And I have to tell you, I mean, after, um, uh, you know, we open, uh, how you say, bars and clubs and, and, and other things, you know, people are going to forget that we are in a pandemic. People are going to forget. And a lot of people are going to think that we're going to go back to normal life. And this is how we've been happening. So, you know what, people are not going to be conscious of taking, you know, taking, uh, you know, uh, this step from another person. People are going to be conscious of that. They're going to forget about that. And one thing I have to say is that things are going to become worse. And by promoting clubs and by promoting bars and promoting everything, we are going to make things bad for ourselves because we are going back again into lockdown. And then then life is going to continue being the same way over and over and over. And this is never going to end. So, you know, and then we have enough, um, enough life already, you know, 
wonder we, you know, wait a little bit, you know, and, and exactly. There are places to have good time, German. Like for example, you can probably take a walk. Maybe you can drink in your house. Maybe you can buy all the alcohol and drink in your house. Or maybe you, know? you can join every Tuesday yes. on Zoom to College Tuesday. I will. Yes. Uh huh. I'm joining today. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you see, my thing is, my thing is, I feel like we should be promoting more of safetyness of like being in our houses, not going out, and you know, um, we grow, and and I love this podcast because we can talk about anything, yes. and you know. It's, it's 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 not a lot of podcasts um do that where they can say one thing and then you know change their thoughts exactly and the next moment because the thing is this we are human and this is just really real and we want everybody to really you know understand where we're coming from and understand that as we are saying things we're also learning from um having a conversation because i think a lot of us and a lot of um, people forget that we learn when we have conversations with people we learn something yes. we we're always gaining knowledge you know and hopefully some of you gain knowledge from our conversations here at no browns givings um but you know i want to come i want to take a little break and i want to come back yes. and i want to talk about those minorities exactly. um i know that you you've been wanting to talk about them i want to talk about minorities latinos and blacks and how they have been getting through COVID-19. Exactly. All right. So we'll be right back with this next time. Okay. Bye. Back. Yes. God, I have glitter in my face and I am ready to give shows tonight. I am wearing a new outfit. Do you know that tonight it's going to be an amazing night? I want to do something new and I'm doing something really, really new with my makeup. Because lately, if you guys haven't heard the tea, is that Ariana Grande and Lady Gaga have released a new song, and it's called Rain On Me. And I oh. think the iconic two gay divas that there are out there. And tonight, Lady Chairman will give it to all you guys, because tonight I am giving you an illusion of Rain On Me, the cheaper version, the Party City version, Lady German. <laughs> so we're <laughs> We're back yes. with everybody and we're going to talk about a little bit about minorities and mm -hmm. about basically POC community um, and the struggle of going through COVID-19. Exactly. Yeah, it's a difficult time because, you know, a lot of uh, um, people, a lot of minorities they have been getting the uh, COVID-19, uh, African-Americans and Latinos, uh, more than, um, than whites. whites. Exactly. Well, that's just something interesting that you're saying this because, um, you know, as a very young person, you know, mm -hmm. I I see some things and I I I'm at least very grateful to notice some things and and you know ask my because I love science and usually in science mm -hmm. you ask yourself a lot of questions yes. and one thing I asked myself and I that I noticed recently was that you know for gay latin men and for gay black men and for mm -hmm. queer lgbt people of color like you know things are always promoted unsafe and what i mean about yeah. that is even in porn for mm -hmm. latin for latinos and people of color um they're always promoting on porn um raw sex the, mm -hmm. the not, um, them not using condoms and everything and you know that and you know, a lot of Latinos and a lot of um, 
people of color have mm-hmm. um are affected by HIV a lot and are the yes. ones that are are thrown to the table who are irresponsible for sex. But how can they be responsible for for not um giving for- the information or not um or you know can it be also to society's fault for promoting unsafe sex? So um I want to take that that constructive point of view and switch it to COVID-19. So, mm-hmm. you know, POC people have been getting it mostly and P- and um, Latinos have been getting it. And my thing is just like, is it because white people promoted, promote safety and precautions more? Or is it because we don't see, um, you know, black excellence and um, we don't see Latino excellency out there promoting you know, wash your hands and use masks. What do you mm-hmm. think that it's about? Well, first of all, you know, I think that um, we don't have we don't have information about you know how we can uh, protect ourselves. Uh, we well, we have we have information, but the thing is that what happened is that a lot of people, uh, African Americans and Latinos, they have been living in conditions that are not the right conditions. For example, you know, they, a lot of people, like Latinos, they live in uh, apartments, you know, they live in a small apartment with more than five people because they cannot afford it. Um, African-Americans also, uh, they, you know, they've been living with more people than they're supposed to in small apartments. You know, because they work in low, you know, in 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 you know low wage jobs, minimum and wage basically, job. yes, exactly, minimum, yeah, minimum wage jobs. I'm sorry. So basically, no, they, okay. yeah, and they are not getting, you know, they're not getting enough money to pay a, a an apartment. So basically, having a lot of people going out there to work and getting exposed to um, you know, to to other people who are all the essential workers because we, we have to remember uh big minorities they have to work in places like you know like um let's say um coffee shops or they have to work in in um you know you know you know places you know like a maintenance places in um let's say restaurants and places like that where well you know what i do want to bring out a point yeah. that it becomes, I, I love that you said that because it becomes a thing where a lot of white Americans want to blame people of color for taking jobs, but people of color, we're taking the jobs that nobody wants to do. Exactly. So my thing, my thing is just like, is it bad that you see somebody working as a, a janitor? Is it bad that you're seeing people work during the quarantine? No, we're showing how we are willing to work and we're here to work. Exactly. And you know, one thing that's very, you, that's very interesting too is that, um, you know, a lot of minorities are not privileged. They weren't um, given everything that a lot of white people are. And, um, you know, one thing that white people are already given when they come to this world is privilege. Privilege, exactly. Yeah, privilege. Because you notice, how come, you know, uh, you know, people, you know, uh, white people, they have not been getting sick as much as, uh, you know, African-Americans and Latinos, you know, because they, they have better jobs. You know, they have better professions, for example, lawyers, accountants, for example, they stay at their home, you know, working from home. For, for example, somebody who's African-American who has to go and clean toilets 
they have to go and go, go to the hospitals, you know, to clean, uh, you know, to clean, I um, mean, do many jobs. You know, they have to force themselves out there because they have to, they have no other choice. I mean, I don't say that nurses and doctors, they, they basically are, are there to save a life. And you know that, you know, they have... But if you, you notice, know, a lot of the nurses and doctors that are working in the fields right now are people of color. Yeah, um, yes. Predominantly, it is it is known that a lot of nurses are actually of color. Oh, yeah. Because they're, they're kids who go to these ITA jobs or um, they go to get these certificates to be nurses because that is their... Because, you know, for people of color, and this is something mm -hmm. very interesting and true, it is common in the South. Yes. It is common in the South that people of colors and Latino are always um, being promoted to work as nurses or mm -hmm. go to the U.S. Army. Exactly, yes. That's exactly because, you know, those are the jobs that uh, they promise, you know, to be uh, well-paid. So basically, a lot of people, they want to become nurses. And, and um, so I'm pretty sure that definitely there will be a lot of us who will go for that degree, you know? And the thing is that is. But yeah, and also one thing I wanted to mention, German, is uh, that people, uh, usually that uh, Latinos and African-Americans, they don't have um, insurance, for example. They don't have medical insurance. And one thing I wanted to mention before I forget. And so basically, they, they don't go to the doctor, you know? A lot of people, they live in conditions, you know, in their houses, for example, that uh they they get sick you know they get you know they get asthma for example um you know for example i work um i'm a social worker too so i work with um uh families and some families african-americans and latinos they live in places where they have um uh rouches, they have a uh, mold um they they basically they have very bad conditions and a lot of their children they suffer from asthma and you know all their conditions so basically you know they're living these conditions they go out there and they get coronavirus because they're supposed to you know some of the you know you know some people that work in their jobs and they don't have uh the uh you know the immune system a strong a strong immune system for them to resist this um, uh, virus and they can die, for example, or they can become very well, sick. One thing that's very interesting to me is that, um, you know, as a person of, who, who really comes from the South and who really comes from um, struggle and poverty, um, you know, I come from a neighborhood where, you know, it's predominantly Latinos who are in um, low income classes and, um, um, African-Americans and Haitians mm -hmm. and we come from like low income and everything and um you know one thing that I noticed is like America does put Latinos and every and and POC people in a box and yes. makes them feel like they're a part of the circle where it's either jail or um or a little successful job in mm -hmm. your neighborhood and that's it but they that's never it. promote like the expansion of things for us like um you know going to Harvard, going to a yeah. better job, getting out of the uh, out of the hood, which was which is what we call it in the South. So my thing is just that, you know, we're living in a world where we 
nowadays is even tough because um mm-hmm. we're people of color if we are in a great job yes it's because that job or that corporation is trying to make quota on having diversity exactly yes mm-hmm. that's true mm-hmm. and i mean when it comes to medical insurance it's a other another big thing because you know especially for latinos most latinos are undocumented yes most latinos have children who are american Mm -hmm. so you know how can a mother who's an immigrant who doesn't have paper you know say what should i do with my child what benefits do my child have i don't think that there is a guidebook you know telling latino moms or telling even people that come from like other parts of the world as an immigrant to this country there isn't like a real guidebook telling people what are their resources what can they get what can they gain it's always no you're you're an immigrant mm-hmm. go to your place exactly. you know exactly and then you know they are not feeling welcome they're feeling that you know they feel scared they are scared because they are undocumented therefore they are afraid to go out there to find resources and so for example uh, like I say, you know, I work as a social worker and I work for, you know, for a healthcare a community center, uh, but I work in the, in the side of the uh, human services. And when I call families, they, they tell me that they don't know. They don't, they don't have that information. And even they are afraid to go out there and ask for information. I can 100% agree on um, a lot of Latinos are afraid to ask um, because, you know, they're taught that if they open their mouth, something bad's going to happen to them or that they're not entitled to to say things. And that is very true. I mean, personally speaking, when I wanted, you know, when I was I can't I came to this country mm-hmm. unwillingly. Um, quick little side story is mm-hmm. um, if you saw my get to know me mm-hmm. podcast well if you heard my get to know me podcast you would know that you know i am an mm-hmm. I, I i am an immigrant i was somebody who was not born in this country and i was brought to this country at the age of two mm-hmm. um really not by choice it was more by force mm-hmm. um you know my mom had to pay a coyote a coyote is some it's a type of person it's a job that a person has um who crosses children or smuggles in um adults mm-hmm. across the border so you know my experiences with the coyote is and from hearing with me and my sister talking mm-hmm. um was that you know we were drugged and we were put in a, in, in the back of a truck and oh, we were brought into the country like that mm-hmm. and you know the biggest struggle growing up too was um not willing not asking for help not you know always like you know like i remember like uh, one time i got stabbed in my hand and I, I remember telling my mom i got stabbed um, it was always that we don't have medical insurance for you, mm-hmm. so your grandma's gonna sew it back up for you. Oh my or god! Or how you call it, or or you just deal with the pain, or just deal with this and that. So there was never that safetyness of like asking, mm-hmm. and because you know when we when we as immigrants we come to this country, we're always told this is not your country, mm-hmm. so so you better respect it. So my fear was always, you know, growing up as an immigrant child mm-hmm. who really didn't know anything about their home country but also felt like an american but also knew that i would never reach the goals as an american because i didn't have documents mm-hmm. now it wasn't until i decided to ask and i asked uh, when i was in um uh, i was in a court case mm-hmm. with 
with basically, um, you know, child abuse and everything. And, you know, they were not going to give me the papers. That's one thing that they don't want to do. They don't want to. They don't want to tell people um, how easy it is to access paper because mm-hmm. they, they, they don't want to pay for you. Okay. But my thing was that I, I personally took advantage of the situation mm-hmm. and I noticed that there were certain things that I was eligible. And because of my grades and everything, I, I asked them and they decided to sponsor me and everything. And I got my papers and I did it the right way. Now, I know that there's a lot of controversy when it comes to doing it the right way. Okay. Now, personally, there is always a right way to do it. But I believe that every way is right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that person, you know, is escaping from their reality. And I know a lot of people have these comments are like, well, they come to our country mm-hmm. and they um, they make money and then they leave. But not everybody, guys. Remember that. Yeah. I'm a person who is an immigrant. I'm making money. I'm basically broke sometimes. And how you call it, Um, uh, I'm not I'm not planning no time to go to Honduras. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, because you cannot go back to Honduras because, you know, first of all, you know, your country, you didn't grow up over there. And you don't even know anything about Honduras because you were below here when you were very little. And that was happening with a lot of uh, immigrants, a lot of uh, children who came here since they were very little, were, you know, uh, children. And they are, they were living in this country for like 20 years, 30 years. And they still have, they don't have their papers. And, you know, and they speak English very well. As a matter of fact, they, they, they are, they're Americans, but they don't know how to speak Spanish very well. Some, some of them don't even speak Spanish anymore. Some of them, they don't even, uh, they don't even, they are not fluent verbally and, you know, in, you know, in, in writing. And basically, a lot of them, you know, they can go back to the continents and they have been deported to the continents where they don't know what to do, which is very, very sad. Well, you know, that was one of the biggest thing with me was I remember telling the courtroom that the day that I get deported, I feel like the U.S. will be sending me to my death sentence yeah. because, first of all, knowing a little bit from Honduras, Honduras is a very homophobic place. If you are gay, you will get mm-hmm. killed. And um, not only that, I would be considered american and whitewash over there yeah. or i'll be considered fake and probably get killed for that exactly. and my thing is just like it's like where do then i fit in mm-hmm. where is my place then? if i'm not an american and i'm an immigrant in america mind you knowing everything from america then where is my place exactly yeah exactly and basically it's going to be very difficult uh to succeed because you know and that's how they make you they make you that you don't belong here and you know what really is sad is that a lot of people, like again, I was talking before uh, in the in, in the last, um, what I was saying is that a lot of uh, people have been living here and documented, but it's not their choice. You know, they came here where they were children. They work, they pay their taxes, and they still are being uh, used in a way. Because you know what? Okay, it's okay for them to work and pay their taxes. It's fine, you know, but so, but you know, they are not getting, for example, their, their uh, stimulus checks. They are not getting back their, 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 their money, you know, because refunds, because they are, they are undocumented. So basically, they are not treating them as citizens of people who work and pay their taxes. They're treating them like slaves, you know, it's good for, 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 you know, 
to help people to work here, you know, and pay, you know, but it's no, it's no, it, basically when it comes to a, when they have to receive money, you know, they, they don't. So basically they are not being treated like a, a, like a, like a citizens because they are citizens. And I think that after you live in a country, you know, for a certain time and you have work and you have paid your taxes, then you should become a citizen for that reason. Because you have cooperated with this country, you know, and with our economy. And a lot of us has improved this country's economy. That's what it is. This uh, you know what's one thing? Um, this country, I the trend about the USA is that um it becomes a place where you know that you're told yes, you you can be whatever you want to be. It's a lot of you know. American whitewashed and this and that and like my and I don't want to use that word I want to use it like yeah. but um my thing is just like it becomes a place where we're told that we can be anything we want to be but for immigrants it's being told okay now they like you know for immigrants when they become uh citizens mm -hmm. they have to they have to like you know either sign up for like if you're a man you have to sign up to be a part of um war if it ever if it ever yeah. comes mm -hmm. for that. And then you call it, and then you also to culture. Basically, they they promote their culture so much on us that some of us forget mm -hmm. our own culture. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely true. So it it becomes a place where, you know, you're here, but then you're on. You have to be a whole new different person. Yeah. In order to yeah, adapt. exactly. And the thing is that that's exactly you have to in order to adapt, you have to basically be how they want you to be. And the thing is that, for for example, if you let's say Latin America, you know, like I said, I'm from Peru, I'm from Peru. And for example, yeah, people have come to my country and they have to adapt. However, you know that we have a lot of Americans in uh in my country in in other parts of latin america but well, i'm not going to talk about my country because i know how things might you know how they work in my country but a lot of americans and other uh foreign people they have been living there illegally illegally in the way that they have companies they've been working for the american companies and they they are not paying they are not paying taxes you know over there they yeah also i know what you're talking about um you're talking about when american people retired and decide to move to other that's countries. one thing but no it's also you know for example companies and uh, companies that are in uh in my country they don't pay they don't pay taxes no they don't pay taxes and a lot of um a lot of people they overstay because they work for, for companies over there. And the one thing is that when there are American companies over there or any other foreign companies, this is, you know, uh, whatever, is that they bring their own people to work, you know? But for example, if they hire uh, citizens from my country, for example, they pay the low wages, low wages. You know what I mean? So they use also our labor and they use our resources. So the thing is, you know, yep. it's unfortunately they do that. So, but anyways, uh, but it's like I say, well, because 
We don't really say, oh yeah, because you are illegal. You know, you should not work here. You're not part of our society. You're not part of our country. Yes, I think that every single immigrant, once they cooperate with the economy, they are part of that economy and they are part of that country. And this is the way it should be here, the same way, you know? Because, you know, yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. No, keep going. I mean, it's you're right. I mean, there are there are like we, people don't really sit there and think about that. I think I just learned yeah. that too, where you know there are Americans that that go out and make businesses out in other countries, and they don't pay taxes there. They don't they they're doing things illegally. Like um, for example, like a big trend is when they go to the mm -hmm. Philippines, they do a lot of illegal things, especially. I know that in the Philippines with $100, you can buy, a um, what's it called, a store at least or something like that. Because like $100 here is like, <laughs> I think, about 500 mm -hmm. pesos. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, it, it is crazy. Like I say, you know, if you go, uh, you know, to, you know, to places, other places, you're going to be living like a, like a king or like a queen, you know? And the thing is that... Uh, and you want to know something, one, something very interesting, and I want people to really sit and think about this, is that, you know, immigrants, they don't, they really, it's not about them wanting to be here and everything mm -hmm. sometimes. A lot of immigrants love where they yeah. live, and they actually, when they come to this country, they say, wow, where I live is way more beautiful than America. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you know what? It's the whole fact that some of the, the economies out there are really bad. And, and America's usually promoted from the outside, like if it's this place of new beginnings. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. That's definitely true. So that's why it attracts, it attracts a lot of immigrants to come to this country. Yeah. So for Americans to feel like, oh, why are they coming here? You're promoting it. Yeah, no, yeah. And also that we are promoting, I mean, they are promoting it. But one thing I have to say, this country is a country of immigrants. This is the nobody. Yeah. I mean, I have to say, they, I think that may, they probably the only people, and not even the natives, native Americans may come from America. You know, everybody's here is immigrant. And you know what? I mean, for example, we have col uh, colonizers. Colonizers, you know, they were immigrants. You know, the English were immigrants. The Spaniards were immigrants, you know, uh, and then we had the Italian, we had the Irish, you know, you know? Yeah, they're all immigrants. And the thing is, like, people forget that their ancestors are immigrants. But then when they do say, but then here's the funny part, and I'm going to end on... I think a lot of you guys will get a kick out of this comment. A lot of Americans who are born here, they say this one comment to me all the time, and it's, well, the colonizers did it the right way, and my ancestors too. You mean killing a bunch of people? You mean stealing their 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 women and raping them, stealing slaves? You mean that's the right that's way? Not. That's not the no. right way. No, exactly. That's not the right way because thinking about it, you know, I mean, first of all, you you know, this, and I'm, talk, I'm not only talking about you know uh, America. I'm talking about Americans in general, all of them. And I have to say, for example, yep. you know the Spaniards and the English, you know the you know the British English. They came here, you know, and they colonized our 
our country, you know, our countries. They took our gold. They took our silver. They took our bronze. They took all, you know, our, our minerals. They used our resources. In addition to that, they, they use, they slave, you know, our people, you know, they slave, um, Native Americans, uh, they broke. Yeah. And you want to know something? A lot of, a lot of countries like Honduras, a lot of countries like Guatemala, their history is mainly about how the colonizers yeah, colonized them. Exactly. Their history is about how, how they, how their women got raped. Their history is about the colonizer, just like, and who are the colonizers? Privileged white okay. people. And you know what? I'm not going to sit there and I'm going to, I'm going to victimize um, Latinos because there are certain Latinos who are yes. white passing and exactly. privileged. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know, and these are these Latinos, you know, that exploits other Latinos. For example, like, you know, if I'm talking about, you know, Latin America, for example, you know, we're talking about people, like white people, white Latinos. Because, you know, when we're talking about Latinos, we're not only talking about uh, Latinos, because Latinos are, uh, Latinos are ethnic group. So basically, that includes Black Latinos, White Latinos, Asians, uh, Native Americans, all kinds. We are Latinos because, you know, we speak, you know, Spanish, you know, and, you know, and, and language, language that come from Latin. They understand. And for these are the, for these people, they, they are in the top, like, a, for example, they have like a, they have like a better economical situation, you know? They exploit other people who are, you know, who are yep. basically non-white or, you know, like, uh, African Latinos or, um, you know, in, indigenous Latinos, you know, and even Asians, even Asians, Latinos have been exploited. You know, they have been, you know. Well, one interesting thing was growing up was um, hearing about people who lived in the Americas yeah. already, people like the Native Americans. Um, a lot of us who are Central Americans are um, this descendants of, of, you know, people who are already here, Native Americans. Because you know, a lot of Native Americans did started mm -hmm. migrating when um, the colonizers started to attack and started to 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 show their colors and started to to you know really show that privilege and yeah. say, this is mm -hmm. mine now. Yeah. Because you know the biggest mistake was thinking that yeah. they were gods. Exactly, and you know what? At this point, you know they want to be seem like you know they are. God, for example, you know, like for example, yeah. And I think mm -hmm. they still do. I mean, think about it. The modern way for somebody to say it's because of me, like a God, it's still listening to Americans say that because of them, a lot of immigrants have money and resources. And that's not true. You know why? Because I have to tell you, you know, that this country is basically the economy. It has improved because of immigration. Because immigrants they come to work all the time and they pay their, their you know their taxes. Now one thing I have to say, let's say that we're going to send all the but immigrants says, back to you know, our countries. You think that this this economy is going to be the same way as it is now? Would they, they deport all of us back to our country? 
you know what something very interesting to me is that you know why is it that we have to separate this land why is it that we have to separate ourselves with each other look at the animals look at the birds for example the birds migrate a lot the birds go from one place to the other and like with no problem why can't we as people do the same yeah exactly it becomes it all becomes an essence yeah, of power exactly because one like i said one one group wants to oppress the other so basically you know because they yep. you know for example you know you know let's say whites you know oppress wants to oppress, we don't talking i'm not even white because thinking about it let's say that one group of people oppress the other for example you know for example our Irish people the Irish people they are white but they also have been oppressed in this country. Get about it. They you have know? been and oppressed in this country. During the Great Depression, a lot of immigrants who were Irish, children, being put into, you know, work and everything. Like, um, what, what, I forgot what these things were called. Um, But, like, there was children dying in working yeah. places in America when the Irish it's- migrated here. There were children being taken advantage as farm workers and everything. We're not here to, you know you know, to also ashamed certain types mm-hmm. of races and everything. But, like, my thing is just, like, this is a conversation yeah. that we're opening up to think, to learn, and to say, wow, maybe, yeah, like, maybe we are kind of all alike. Maybe we are. One thing that I'm not going to sit there and say that we all have alike is the experience yes. of our ancestors. Because some of us did, did struggle mm-hmm. more than others. Some of us did went through more things than others and i think our ancestors are the exactly. ones exactly and that's the thing that i think that you know we as immigrants we going to spirit we we know what we experience we know what we suffer and we do uh appreciate you know the fact that uh you know we were welcome but at the same time we understand what is what it is to be an immigrant but probably, probably in german our children may not recognize that our grandchildren may not recognize that. You know why? Because they didn't come here and they didn't, you know, work very hard and they didn't, you know, make all that effort that we made because we made things easier for them. So that's the reason why. Now, that's a great conversation that I want to open up um, after these messages. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be right back and let's, we're going to talk a little bit more about the new generation of immigrants yes. in the United States. We're back, and I want to, and we're going to talk a little bit and have a deep dive on children who are from immigrants' descent, um, and these are the new Americans. Um, that's what I'm going to label this as because this is a thing that mm-hmm. I've noticed that some of us notice, mm-hmm. and. I want to start off the bat with an opinion of mine. Now that you know, I'm entitled to this opinion. I'm respectfully going to talk about and give my opinion. And my opinion is, they're gonna be the same. Our generation, our children who are born into this country, are gonna be, and hopefully not. Or hopefully they prove me for they prove us wrong. But I feel the need that they're gonna be the same as the the children of the colonizer. They're gonna feel entitled. Mm-hmm. Yes, they're going to feel entitled because basically, like I said, like I was saying, um, they are not going to recognize the all the 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 difficulty that we went through well, when we came to this country. I'm still young. I'm still young, and I've been working um in certain jobs 
um, lately. And, you know, one thing is I always notice and I always have this conversation with the older people who are, um, you know, immigrants and who did come mm -hmm. to this country. And I always have this conversation with them. And it's, um, you know, that we notice how kids who are from immigrant descent, they, they don't take their job seriously. They don't take retail seriously. Yeah. They mm -hmm. don't take anything seriously. And they're not responsible towards their things. And that's what makes me feel the need that they're going to be the same. You know, they act like they're they're white and they're privileged because, you know, going to college, I remember a lot of kids saying, I mm -hmm. don't care if that's going to pay for my other year if I repeat it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But one thing I have to say is that it will go back to how their parents are. No, no, what their parents, they, they are in their countries. You know, they have to go through a lot of difficult times. For example, they have a lot of needs that they want to fulfill, like economical needs, you know? And, yeah. and sometimes they don't have anything that they, they need. But and then they come to this country and they start giving their children yeah, they, and that's the fault and i said this recently with a coworker of mine she says what um she was telling me about her daughter like how her daughter doesn't listen to her and i'm like do you give her everything she wants and she's like yeah because in my country i'm like there you go because in your yeah. country you didn't have those things so you're not teaching your child your child the value of money you're also not teaching them the importance of how how um you know on how fortunate they are to having things because if your path would have been taking a, a different route and you would have still had this child this child would have known what the struggle was yeah exactly and you know i see a lot of people and trust me i have uh friends that they say oh you know what um i'm i'm going to buy my 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 son and an xbox or i'm going to buy my son this or my 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 daughter that and i say yeah but you don't really you just giving them this automatically yes i do because i know i never had that in my country you know i, I never enjoyed myself i saw that with my siblings so this this year when i went back home to well mm -hmm. not even home but when i went to florida i um i realized that my little brother really didn't value money and was really always asking for like video games stuff and i'm and i'm like i'm like me and my sister never had that and I don't want to say that I was jealous, because I wasn't, because I was proud, I was happy that they have those things. But mm -hmm. my thing was just like, I didn't have those things growing up. And he treats her, he treats my mom really bad. And mm -hmm. he, he talks back to her. And I don't remember ever being like that. I don't remember ever, you know, speaking up or, or saying things out of turn when I was little. And my thing is like, yeah. it, and I remember telling him, look, you are a white passing male who who is gonna be privileged in life because you mm -hmm. speak two languages, you're also white passing, you're Cuban. Mm -hmm. And you mm -hmm. know, one thing is it's it's gonna be that you, I don't want you to forget um you, you the side where you're a minority because the thing mm -hmm. is just like if you forget that then you're gonna become this very white privileged, predominantly heterosexual and I don't want that for you. Yeah, exactly. And it's very sad. Yeah, I know, because you know what? I mean, this is one thing that they they start thinking different, you know? And they don't really realize that they that by acting that way they can um you know you how you say harm other people in a way no harm, but you know, like uh basically, you know, treat other immigrants, you know, the same the, the same way that other like uh, white people 
you know, will no, treat them or, or people that Americans, you know? But you know, you know the, the thing is, our children are being taught, and I don't know how, because I remember when I was in school, I would hear um, kids use the word wetbag, and yeah. that and that I really didn't know what it was until I went to to, to how you call it, um, middle school. I mm-hmm. learned what the word wetback meant. I never got called the wetback because I was um, American passing. I was yeah. also very light when I was little and I was blind. So yeah. I looked very white passing. So, mm-hmm. you know, I always saw that people would call the other kids who were from other countries who had just came to the U.S. and didn't know English they will call them wetbacks and yeah. I feel bad for them. And I, oh, and you know, that I think that that was one part that I always did is within in high school and in middle mm-hmm. school, I would always kind of like, like, like introduce the school to them in Spanish and yes. in, mm-hmm. in their language. And that's where my, my joy of learning languages came from because it was mm-hmm. more of a tool to, to teach them about, about where they're at. Because I know as an immigrant who came to this country when I was little and I went to, you know, um, you know, I was mostly mm-hmm. at the house yes. before I went to school. My sister went straight to school when we came to this country, but I was mm-hmm. mostly in the house. So it was scary for me being in the house and then going to school because I had to learn mm-hmm. English. And it was with a bunch of kids who, who spoke English really fast. So when I when I used to see immigrant kids um, come to school, I would always try to, you know, teach them a little bit or like kind of like guide them through it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. That was, was, was a very, very nice thing. Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, for example, you know, it's very difficult, you know, to to go, for example, to a high school, a middle school, and then uh, they 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 try to, how you say, uh, uh, alienate you. For example, I remember, yeah. I mean, I mean it's, it's, it's known that kids are using these words even to, yeah. to, to this day. You know, my little brother, my little brother is really not a black um, descendant. Mm-hmm. And because he sees that my, 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 um, you know, that my chosen father and my grandma is black, mm-hmm. uh, how you call it, and that my sister is like biracial and I, and I'm like a little bit white passing, but I'm still biracial. Mm-hmm. He thinks that it's okay for him to use the N word. He yeah. thinks it's okay to call people wetbacks because he's an American. Exactly. And, I, and I reminded him, listen. I'm like, I like you, everything have been given to you and I don't want you to be this privileged person because yeah. you want to know something? It hurts my feelings when I see you act like this because I had to work hard, 10 times harder than any white person or anybody who was born in this country. Exactly. You know what thing that I want to I tell you is that, for example, I have a friend and, you know, and he, uh, his mother is from uh, Guatemala. You know, and his mother is very, you know, she came here um, in a visa, but then she overstayed. And then she, uh, she, she went, she happened to marry, get married to an American citizen. She went to school and then she became a nurse, you know. <laughs> but anyways, uh, so, but he's that kind of person, you know, he's a nice person, but, you know, he was given everything he wanted, you know, in, in other words, he didn't have to work very hard for, to get everything. He went to school, the mother paid for the university and everything, you know, but the thing is that when, when he talks about, um, you know, um, undocumented people, it bothers me a lot, 
because he says, you know, you know, undocumented people should not come to this country, you know, illegally, nobody should be here illegally, they should, should not be getting any any privilege, they should not be getting, you know, uh, they should be basically being deported. And I say to him, I say, you know what bothers me? Is that your mother came here illegally and she stayed here illegally. And you know what? The fact that she had to stay here to give you birth here, give you a better life here, and you went to Boston University, you know, and became a professional because your mother came here. And you know what they say? If your mother didn't come here, you will probably have a, be having a hard time in Guatemala. You know, so what are you talking about? And you know, and you say that, and you know, that a document of what should be deported because they should not be here, they should not be allowed to be here. But you know what, your mother should be allowed to be here. You know, everybody has the same right to have a happy life, you know, the same way. And the reason I said to her, to him, why these countries are the way they are is because, you know, because these, their, their companies, and the corporations, you know, they have used our resources, they have used our people, you know, and they have paid our, you know, people, you know, people from Latin America, very low wage, you know, jobs, you know, uh, you know, wages, and you know what, they're living in very bad, miserable situations. And that's the reason why, you know, because these companies, these corporations have used our labor, you know, and high, you know, um, they high, they use our resources, you know, they have been excluding our economy, excuse my language, I shouldn't use a word, you know, but the no, thing, thing is, true. yeah, and the thing is, the reason why these people come to the United States is because their economy is bad, they cannot get good jobs, they cannot get, you know, good employment, you know, these American companies don't pay them very well, you know, they don't have, you know, they, they're not giving these people enough money to, you know, you know, to raise well, think about this. And they come here. Or immigrants, to, or even immigrants that come to this country and get papers and start working retail jobs. They work at retail jobs. And here's the thing. Yeah. A trend. This is a trend that retail jobs have. If there's an immigrant who doesn't speak one ounce of English, why is it that their first job assignment is to clean toilets and to stay in the back and not have customer interactions only but they're but think about this they're only used yes. when they need to translate yeah exactly that that's exactly that is the only use and it's very sad you know and the thing is that hey when you don't do you know that maybe you know if i mean do you want to for example you are white or you are an american or you are you know whatever you know you're a privileged person would you like to work, you know, in the bathroom to clean toilets? You know, would you like to work in mailies? Would you like to go to the farms and pick up, you know, uh, crops? You know, would you like to do that? You know, no, you don't want well, to do that. The funny thing is that the, the, you hear all these medical medical uh, excuses now for American kid children saying, oh, no, I'm allergic to um, Clorox or I'm allergic to this and that. I cannot clean a bathroom. Yeah. Or their parents walk in and say, oh, no, my child cannot do that. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is that, you know, no, no, I, you know, and I heard that. No, I'm allergic to this. I cannot do this. And I can, you know, the thing is that when I came here, also, I had to clean bathrooms. You know, I, I came here very, very young. I had to clean bathrooms. I had to clean houses. I had to, you know, I had to throw away trash. I, I did, you know, I did, the, you know, the most dirty jobs. And you know what? Did I get sick? No, mm. I didn't. 
You know, I'm no. perfectly healthy. I am. You know, and you know what? I wanna I wanna commend you on that because I am somebody who can relate to that with you. You know, when I when I've done it all. I cleaned bathrooms. Yes. I've been a dishwasher. I worked at the meats um section at the market, cleaning meats, cutting meat, cutting chickens, cutting the pigs, everything. I've worked as landscaping. I worked as mowing the lawn. I've been a prostitute myself. Mm -hmm. I've like I had to do so many things as someone to do the things that I had to get mm -hmm. for myself to pay college, to pay um my my the way of lifestyle yeah. that I wanted mm -hmm. to pay things. I worked hard for that. Nobody gave that to me. Exactly. And to this day, you know, throughout the journey, I, yeah, sometimes I wanted to get food stamps. But guess what? I was never approved for food stamps because I wasn't a citizen. Yeah. Exactly. I was never approved for government help because I wasn't a citizen. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure that so you, nothing, you were. And I, so I always remind people who I work with because a lot of people, and it's a very, a very common thing for white Americans to, to, um, to assume that you're not, um, when you're white passing mm -hmm. and you speak English, it is common for them to assume that you're not an immigrant. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they, they, they will say certain comments mm -hmm. to, to me yeah. about like, oh my God, I can't send those immigrants or this and that. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm an immigrant. I'm somebody who didn't have papers. And now I do. I am like what you're against. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know what? The thing is that you, uh, you should be, and I'm, proud, and I'm proud, very proud of you. And you should be proud of yourself too. Because you know what? You work very hard to 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 be where you at. And you 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 know you got you have a degree and everything. And you should be proud of yourself. Because you know what? I mean other people, they they, they wouldn't do it. You know, other people who basically have been born here, you know, and other people who have, you know, come from privileged uh parents, you know. They go to school and they think it's, you know, what? It's, it, they think that it's, uh, that it's basically, you know, they don't make any effort in their life. And you know what? These are the, and, but these are the people who are on the top, believe it or not. The people who don't really, you know, uh, take, have any appreciation for anything, you know? But you know, people like you should be in the top. People like you should be in the top. You know, these are the people because they these people like you, they but, know what they are for. It, it also becomes this, not just anybody like me should be on the top um, because, you know, we go from a point and um, I'm going to get a little bit into psychology mm -hmm. with this because the thing is, you know, as a person who has been through all these things, I do hold regret. So I don't think that a person like me should be on the top because of regret. Because imagine what a person who who has been through so much in life, um, imagine them being in power. Mm -hmm. How would they act? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's a scary situation for me. Yeah, yeah, basically. Because you know what? Maybe, uh, you are a nice person. You are a wonderful person. But you know, there are people who, yeah, they work, you know, to become what they want to be. But they may not be understanding with other people because you know they be like you know what well, I work very hard you know I went all the way to the top but you know we spent all the you know the people to work very hard when some people maybe they 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 cannot you know work very hard yeah. you know and get to the top because you know they have you know problems and issues but the thing is that but um, you know it's yeah but you know you definitely right about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it can be a scary position, like, in power. Like, I mean, think about this. 
Think about you. Yes. For I want you to, um, to think about yourself for a moment. Yes. Mm -hmm. Think about all the things people have done to you, all the things that people have said to you. Yes. And I want you to take that anger and see yourself in a position of power. Yeah, because you know what? In a position you, will, mm -hmm. you will act like any other human. You will get revenge. Mm -hmm. Well, the thing... And I think... Go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is that, yeah, because you know what? It will be like uh, uh, some people, because I, you know, I... I know people who they have, you know, gone through a difficult time in their life and they have been treated poor, very poorly and they have been treated like, uh, you know, humiliated, you know, because of their, you know, their, their gender or because of the condition or because of, you know, or, or the orientation or whatever, you know, they have been, you know, no, I, I don't understand where you're coming from, yeah. where, where you, you know, people like, people like me should be on the top yeah. um that, that i i do understand yeah. that like you know like like the hard work that you put yeah. in and everything but you know what it's not but, like, but no, i understand what you're saying that it's, it's difficult for that person to be in the top because that person will have a lot of resentment and that person will definitely you know will not understand you know others you know in the, in the same way you know like they we have they are like a socially resented people you know and these, yeah, yeah. especially the center people, they, they, we should be, we should be concerned that they, they are on the top. Because, yeah, you're right about that. You know, they they may not be understanding at all, you know, and, you know, it's, it's, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. It's definitely understandable. It can be like a scary situation. Yeah. But, you know, at, at the end of the day, I feel like somebody like me, though, would be very appreciative and would not really look for, um, payback or anything like that because i'm a person who believes in second chance yeah and i think i believe in so many chances because i give people so many chances sometimes but yeah i do believe that in society it becomes a whole thing of remorse of you know holding grudges of being kind of petty towards one yeah. another yeah yeah exactly mm -hmm. jealousy is one of the biggest things that proves us um, you know, to be racist, to be all these things, yeah. um, to hate one another because jealousy, it's always about what others have and what I don't. Have. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think that, you know, for example, you know, I am a, a kind of person that I am understanding, you know, even though regardless of, you know, the things I went through, you know, I do understand people and I do, um, I, I am considerate with, with people, you know? And the thing is that, you know, even if, you know, it's, you have to really understand others, you know, in the way, not only suffering, but you to understand them as human beings, you know? And that's the thing. Yeah. And you should know, like I say, judge each other, you know? Uh, because, you know, we have, you know, and also be jealous of other people, you know? Like for example, you, the thing is that, you know, this oppression, one group oppressing another and uh, oppressing another is because, yeah, selfishness, you know, um, jealousy and, you know, and also, you know, resentment too, because some people, you know, have, you know, a lot of resentment. You know, and it's like that saying, hurt people hurts other people. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's true. Yeah. And I think 
that's something that our president is. I think our president has been hurt in the past. And I feel that he is literally the new modern dictator. Yeah. And I... He is a modern dictator. Yeah, exactly. It is... You know what happened? What happened is that, you know, I think that when we... How you say? When we are immigrants, you know, because everybody, everyone decides from immigrants in this country. Everyone. Even, yeah. And we all migrate. We all go yeah. places. And you know, the word "immigrant" is means moving from one place to another, migrating from one place yeah. to the other. And I think, you know, we're always going to be migrating. Yeah, we're always going to be exactly. We don't really. I mean, imagine once once we're able to travel to different planets, we're going to be immigrants to exactly. other planets. Exactly, that's true. You know, and then we're going to be called aliens <laughs> in other planets. Yeah. And then we're going to be undocumented aliens. We're going to be undocumented aliens, and we're going to look very different from them. You know, we might probably be discriminated because we look different, you know? Like, you know. Oh, look at them. They're too light. Or, oh, look at them. They have two light. Yeah. Or, you know, definitely. Oh, my goodness. So they have, like, a, they have two ears. Why is that? Or they're so weird. They have genitals. Exactly. No, but can you imagine, you know, how, you know, maybe we should probably, uh, maybe, uh, do another problem about what you know this thing that we're going to say but you know how you know a person should be treated for being different you know what i mean you know how a person should be yeah. how people are how how people that are different are being treated you know are they giving the yes, same I think we should yeah do you know we should talk about ableism we should talk about Trust a, me. you know ableism is a thing where uh, people who have certain medical ish, um, you know, uh, yeah, born issues, yeah, you know, yeah, issues, people, you know, they don't, they don't actually like to be baby talked, exactly. you know, like, um, there's a thing, there's a thing that, like, when somebody sees somebody in a wheelchair, the first thing that they do is kneel yeah. down and they talk to them like if they're a child, and those persons are looking at them like, why are you treating me different? I'm just in a wheelchair. That doesn't mean I can't yeah, do anything. Yeah, exactly. And that thing, yeah, is it's very difficult because you know what you're being by being treated different, you know, because you are, you know, because you know different, or because you are, you you have a disability, or because your physically appearance is different, you know, that's something that yeah. I'm telling you that I have a lot to talk about, and trust me, and I went through different, different experiences, you know, you know, being somebody who has a, a different physical appearance, and trust me, and one day I will, I would like you to interview me, you know, and I have to tell you a lot of it. It's fun. Oh my God, that's going to be a very personal and beautiful Yeah, podcast. and I don't mind doing that. But I really want to share that. I would love to do an interview to you because, uh, you know, in my podcast season, um, it's actually a special um, podcast that I have in there that it's a get to know yes. me. And it's about my life journey. It's about my story. And it's where I come from. And I think I was very vulnerable and I talked about a lot of things. Yeah. It was a little dramatic because it starts with I was born in nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, uh, but I would love to do that because I would love for our listeners to get to know who you are and what are you about. Yes, definitely. Please, yeah, interview me because and I can interview you too. If you know, uh, you you know you want to, but trust me, you know I am very very happy to you know to do this. Um, 
palabra ng Murillo or this podcast Murillo because it's going to be very interesting because we want people to understand, you know, you know, you know, the other people's positions, other people's, you know, situation, you know, and that. Or, or, yeah, or in a way, not also just understand because, you know, um, I do want to um, specify that this is a safe zone and you're all entitled to an opinion mm -hmm. and everything. But we kind of just want to give, start make conversation, give, give us a brain process. Uh, I mean, a thought process where, where you, where we might say something. You're like, yes. oh, I didn't. Think exactly that. That's not good. Yeah, that's very good. Yeah. Uh huh. I know. But um, you know, let's talk about okay. stigmas because we're definitely talking about a lot about stigmas, and I noticed that that um a lot of stigmas are being made. Um, there was a big issue going on in New York City where there was a, an apartment yes. room and they were having a party. They were having yes. a party. And there's big stigmas on gay men having sex parties. What do you think about that during the quarantine? I, yeah, it's that. I feel like it's partially true. Yeah. Well, um, I think that, um, I, you know, I know I heard, I heard that like from quarantine that we're having, you know, uh, uh, parties, you know, from um, LGBT people. Um, I guess, you know, I think I, I heard about that. I saw the, the, the news about a uh, group of people who were doing parties of, of quarantines. Um, and they were just having, you know, uh, sex with each other. I don't know if you heard it and you saw the news. I saw it on Facebook. Um, I actually, so the reason why this made it on the news is because Marty Girl Cummings, one of the drag queens mm -hmm. in New York City, who is a po politician, and who was running for um, mm -hmm. Congress um, is a person that actually found out about this, and he was the one that posted his neighbors throwing a party and posting about it on their Instagram. Mm -hmm. Now, another another thing, another stigma, well, mm -hmm. not a stigma, w one thing that I've been wanting to talk about is that there are certain places um, in Central mm -hmm. America that are denying trans women to go out to go get food. And the rate of trans women being killed is going yeah. up. Yeah, exactly. During mm -hmm. Yeah, it's going up. The reason why I think why well, it's going up because, you know, these women, you know, they are being, you know, <laughs> persecuted, you know? Well, in mm -hmm. Peru, in Peru, in Peru, there um officers are forcing trans woman to do push-ups and to say I yeah, am a man. Exactly. Yeah, they yeah, they have been doing that. I think that also uh you know after the quarantine they uh they have you know divided people by gender. For example, like certain people have to go out, you know, on uh certain days. Like women can go out like at three or four days and then men they have to go out like other days, you know? So but that's also in I feel like in this country we yeah. would not see that just because they're very now into the whole um respecting exactly. genders and everything. But like it's a little disheartening yeah. to see to to Spanish culture to be, you know, kind of kind of mm -hmm. letting people realize that Yeah, machista. And what they're doing in Peru is like, okay, you know what? So you are you are you are a trans woman, you're not considered a trans woman. Okay, so you are not considered, no, not trans woman, you are not considered a cis woman. The guess what? You have to be a, you have to be a man. So you know what? It's like, no, we are women. So we are women, 
we want to be with a with a woman, you know. So you know how you going to you know force me to be a man if I'm telling you that I'm a woman, you know? Because you know, a trans woman yep. is a woman, <laughs> you know. So it's like you know it's when you know you want to divide people, you know, to go out for social distance by gender. But you have to understand, trans women don't want to be women, you know. This is because they want to. They say that women because they are women. You have to respect them. Yeah, and it's like Sasha Valor said, gender yeah. is a construct. You tear it apart. Wearable art and terrible art. It's the motherfucking world. It's a wearable yeah, exactly. art. It is. You know, it's, it's But my thing my thing is that my thing is that, you know, I want to talk a little bit about this, not that much, but um, because we can have yeah. a whole different podcast with this. Last night somebody had heard a podcast that we did um from yes. yesterday. And they were they actually started to have a conversation on their um instagram and it was kind of interesting because they loved how we were talking about things and they kind of felt that we were right that you know our that for trans women or trans people it's their own transition and people shouldn't be judging it's their own process it's whatever you want to be if i want to be blue i will be exactly and the thing that they have to respect that you know because you know what the thing is that you know it's it's your choice and you know what? The thing is that if you feel that you are a woman, if you you are a woman, you know, it's 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 your right. It's your you know, it's your people can know your you know for what you wanna be. And you know what? And basically, it, 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 the people have to stop saying, "Oh no, uh, you know, tell tell women they are no women, that they are women." You know. So I am a cis woman. You know. But you know, I am a trans woman. And basically what it is, is that it's woman overall. And that's the way, you know, we have to we have to respect that. You know, it's it's basically and I don't understand, you know, you know, they basically in other, in other words they say, you know, they judge women overall. Like I was saying yesterday, you know. But you know, the thing is that, you yep. know, they want to judge women regardless. You know, because of the way they behave, you know, if something happened, you're talking about stigmatizing women, if something happened to a woman, it could be trans or could be cis, you know, it's their fault. Oh, yeah, it's their fault because they got uh, coronavirus, or it's their fault because they got rape, or it's their fault, it's not their fault. It's because you don't respect their limits. Yeah, it's always, it's always, it's always true that. Oh, they were looking for it, yeah, or they were asking. Exactly. For no, it. they're not asking for it. It's just it's what it is. It's that it's that people out there who don't respect other women. You know, they were, you know, women don't respect other women, and men don't respect women. You know, it's like you know, for example, no, you have to really stop criticizing, stop judging them, and stop. You need to stop because you know what I mean. It's like you. It's not. This is not going to go anywhere. And the thing is that women get sick, for example, with HIV, you know, because maybe the husbands are out there having sex with other people, you know, and then when you did the HIV to them, maybe, you know, these women who are uh, out there, you know, trying to work, trying to get a life, trying to, you know, get money, bring money to the home, to the children. Or maybe, you know, exactly. Or, you know, or maybe, you know, trans women who are trying to look for a job and they cannot find a job, but they're going out there and getting all the, the jobs that they want to get. You know, they come again, they are blamed for having the coronavirus. 
or having this, you know, things that happen to them. You know, when you are, you're talking about that, you don't know, help them. There's so much stigma with with um people in general just assuming that because they're trans that um well because we're trans that we want to just be like um performers, drag queens, or or um prostitutes. No, that's just work that is comes easy and is accessible for them. But the thing is just that you know a trans like there's trans women that want their kids. There's trans women exactly. that want to build their own. And families. you know what? Like, and there are cis women that are prostitutes. And they are women that have families and they have children. You know what I mean? It's basically, it's like why stigmatizing women to be honest with you. And the thing is, I know every, I mean, I think that a, a woman who wants to be a prostitute is her choice too. And she wants to use her body for that and make money like that. That's her, that's her choice. That's her choice. And you know what? I want to say something very interesting um to me and it's very enduring it's that what the fuck is it to you if somebody is a exactly. fucking prostitute like that's not your business that's not your fucking business like that is their business that's their body that's their life they're yeah. entitled to do what they want to do and it shouldn't demean them we shouldn't be demeaning people because they're prostitutes or because they're this and that we shouldn't um you know disinvalidate their yeah, value exactly. as a person. and not only that are they stealing no are they uh, using orders? No. Are they killing people? They're not doing that. No. They, they are doing a dignifying job. They and, are the ones that And you know what? They're not the ones to blame if your exactly. husband is cheating on you. It's your husband's fault. He was the one looking for that prostitute, so that's why exactly. he went to exactly. her. And that's the thing. And you know what? If you, you know, for example, if you, let's say that a woman, okay, German, a woman goes out there and that's prostitution. You know what it is? It's not because she wants to do it. Nobody wants to do that job. You know what? I wouldn't want to do that job. The reason why sometimes women have to do this job because they are not getting the opportunities that they need to get in order for them to get uh, food on the tables, you know, in order for them to get bring money oh, to the homes. I know that, I know that 100%. I'm with you 100%. Listen. I'm a person that I, you know, I'm not proud of it, but I, you know, and um, I'm not saying that at the end of the day, it makes me who I Thank am you. or who, who I'm not, but I had to be there. I had to sell my body in order to get stuff. But you know what? And I sat there in the beginning and I struggled with the fact that, oh my God, I mm -hmm. slept with somebody for, for sex. Yes. I prostituted myself. Yeah. It kind of hurt me a little bit to think about those things. But then I realized, I know, you know what? I gave something up. I gave mm -hmm. something to someone and I gave them great customer yes. service. They liked it. And exactly. now I have money. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's exactly that's what, that's what it is. And you know what? They have money. And you know what? They have the right to have money. For example, you know, let's say that for example, I am a trans woman. Okay. And I'm going to... Well, everybody has the right to do yeah, whatever exactly. they want to do. And then you go do. out there. You go, you go to get a job. And you, let's say that you study, let's say uh, you want to be a teacher. And you, you went to school five years to become a teacher. Okay? And you're a trans woman. And you go and you apply for a job. And then tell you, no, you cannot get a job because you are a trans woman. So, and then you go to another place. Another place. Oh, not her I know fault. what you're talking about. No. That is the fear that I have. So my fear in life is, you know, transitioning or, or doing something to my body where 
my certificates of school are not mm. been validated. Exactly. Exactly. And that's it. But all the hard work and it said nope. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing, because you know what? I mean, it's basically your money that you spend on your degree. You got a degree. And you know what? And I don't think it's, it's fair for a person to be discriminated, you know, because because you know what? Because they, 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 are, they, they are women. Because they, they feel like they're women. People find excuses to mm -hmm. oppress people. Exactly. Or for example, you're not talking about it because you know, for example, Latin America, for example, and let's talk about, you know, cis women, for example, you know, in Latin America, they go to school, okay? Then you can. Oh, cis women who are, who are of color. Black women are sexualized yeah. by white men. Hispanic Sexual. women are sexualized by, by white men. Like, <clears throat> we're always a sex, you know what? We're always going to be those those mm -hmm. privileged men's um sex items. Exactly. We're gonna be a sex symbol. Yeah, exactly. Because you know, women be. are sexualized. Women become commodities. You know, for example, for example, let's say that you know. Mm -hmm. Oh no, but 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 yeah, no, go, go ahead. ahead. But I want to say something though before you um, go ahead. It's like it's like let's say a Hispanic woman is sleeping with a white man, but the white man was the one that told her. Oh, I don't have kids. I don't have this and that, and lie to the Hispanic yeah. woman, and she falls in love with him. Then guess who's who's the who's the bad guy? That Hispanic woman, exactly. not the man who yeah, initiated. Yeah, because you know what, women is, are always going to be blamed for things, you know. Because you know what, in society, men in this this male chauvinist society, you know, men are not. I'm not. Men, yeah, they don't get they, do, they don't yeah. get blamed for that. But for example, you know, they are women. For example, in Latin America, you know, in my country. You know, they study five years of education, okay? They find a job, okay? They get a job, and then they are becoming, they are harassed by their boss, you know? Harassed by by their boss so they can sleep with them. But these women have to bring, they, 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 that's the only job that they can have, you know? And they know they have to bring money to, to the table, you know? But you know what? They have to be forced to sleep with the boss sometimes because they have no other choice and sometimes you don't sleep with them you know they they fire you you get fired you know so what do women are going to be and yep. that in poverty you know and that's how it is and then probably they they the better way to work maybe is prostitution or maybe making some money like that you know when you know why it's not her fault is that it's basically the society it's basically a society that you know that then you know that they make these women make some choices. You know, and that's the thing. That's a thing. I feel that PLC women are taught that they're going to have to give up their bodies for sex. And then our men of color are taught that they're either going to be in prison, mm -hmm. deported, exactly. or and that's what I That's what I say, you know, if you if women have the opportunity, especially in this country. You know, the women have the opportunity. I know it's very difficult, very, very difficult for a lot of people. But if women have the opportunity to get some education, they should get it. They should try to get it or whatever. They can, or even if they don't have an education, become dependent. They become indepe independent, not dependent. I use yep. the wrong word. Become independent. Try to be as independent as possible. You know, so you don't depend on anybody. And the thing is that, 
But that's the thing. I think sex work for women is the only key way for them to feel dependent, to not ask money for no one, because they know that they're working hard for their money. And it's not that, oh, they're lazy. They're not trying to work. They are working. Do you think that a woman, a woman, do you want to know something? It is actually said that women who are prostitutes feel that they cannot be in a very positive relationship, even when they want one. It was also said that women who um, are in prostitution, sometimes it's hard for them to, you know, have sexual relationships with their partners because they feel less of a woman or they feel mm-hmm. um, less exactly. of a person. And that's why it's sad because they should not feel that way. And you know what? It's because it's the, again, it's the society that that basically... And it's also, and it's also whoever you're, you're sleeping with is also too kind of like yeah. body shaming you because when you know you know it's the action i think that it's the action of mm-hmm. once you're being paid you're being body shamed by society because based on what yeah. society yeah exactly that. and that's the thing you know it's like yeah exactly you're being punished you know by society but you know what let's say how many men they sleep with a lot of women how many men and you know not only that how many men are strippers do they get judged because they are strippers? No, they don't. Oh yeah, well, they no. don't get judged. And how many, how many straight men go and work at the gay clubs and, yes, and take I advantage of the gay community? Uh-huh, no, I know, because and they're you know not what? even gay. Yeah, I know, yeah, I know, I know people who are just you know they're they're straight, you know, and they just go there, have a good time, you know, all the you know the gay men, you know, put money in their underwear, they go home and they use that. Well. Oh, and some of them even try to sleep with gay men. Some of them try to confuse them, and then when and then when they um when they are when they get outed or 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 they want to or they feel um like they're not mentally okay with it, yeah. they say that it was raped, that I was drunk <laughs> yeah, exactly. and they took advantage. That, of yeah, exactly. That, that's the thing, you know. Yeah, because you know, because they don't want to uh, accept, you know, that you know they are taking they're, they're taking advantage of people. You know what? But the thing is that they are not judged. These men, you know, straight men are not judged. Nobody judges them. They're men, you know? Hey, but you know, women, if you know, a woman gets drunk, you know, and then she gets, you know, she takes advantage of, she gets raped. And then she, what's going to happen? Oh, it was her fault. Yeah, that's what happened, yeah. She it was happened. She was asking for it. She should have been with her husband. She should have been with the men. Yeah, These are exactly. things that women and are you told. Know what? And the, the, the unfortunate thing, the saddest thing is that these women tell the same thing to their daughters. You know, to their daughters. Like, for example, they are saying, oh, yeah, well, you know what? You have to be quiet. You cannot, you should not talk. You have to be quiet. You you, you cannot behave in a certain way. You cannot uh, go to certain places. Because you know what, you don't want to look that way. It is, you know, and basically, you know, the mothers advising yeah. that to their children. You have to stay with your husband, you know, and you cannot get divorced two or three times because you're going to look back on you. You know, you have to stay with the same man and you have to stand him because you know what? If you are, uh, you know, if you, if you stay with the same person, then you're going to be looked like a good woman. If you want to have stability in life, you gotta deal exactly. with your man, even if you. Exactly. You. That's what and women, women who are, are divorced, they get who are who are divorced women. They they get judged all the time. 
you know, oh yeah. But it's very common to announce in today's society how a lot of young girls speak up for themselves and say, I, you know exactly. what, exactly. I don't want that for me. Exactly. Like, mom, you're exactly. wrong. Dad, you're wrong. Recently, a friend of ours that we know and we love so much and she yeah. loves to, to represent women um, a lot and speak up about women um, oh, yeah. is Kimberly. So Kimberly was actually having a conversation. Um, she actually mm -hmm. posted a video that I saw and she, it was about a dad hitting his daughter because his daughter had, mm -hmm. he caught his daughter oh, having God. sex. How was that bad? But if a man, but if yeah. he does it, it's okay. Yeah. Good for you, yeah. son. You're now a exactly. man. You fucked yeah, a exactly. woman. Yeah, that's definitely. And you know, the thing is that, you know, uh, girls these days, they have to, you know, be more, you know, they, they are glad that they've been open, you know, and they are trying to speak up. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what it is? I think, I think girls in, um, in today's modern yeah. society are yeah, more exactly. aggressive, and are. I love that. And you know what? The thing is that I always advise women. I advise women overall, even men, to educate their daughters, to teach them to become independent, to teach them to work, to teach them to study. I yeah. think men need men. to be educated, yeah. period. Men need to be educated on how to on how to talk to their daughters, and, not always exactly. beating them up or not always getting mad exactly. at them. Exactly, not only and, that, and, only, and also them. the mothers educate their male children to respect women. You know? And the mother should also yeah, take the time to educate their well. husband. You know, instead of saying, you know, no, your father is right. You have to listen to your father. Understand that you have to respect your father. However, you have to uh, or you have to know if your father is right or your father is wrong. You have to be able to be able to know that, you know, and accept that. And you know, as a kid, as a kid, that can be tormenting because let's say if your dad hits you because you had sex, um, because um, you're a little girl, then you're gonna internalize that, and then you're gonna yeah. take it as every time I'm having sex, it's a bad thing. I'm gonna go like I remember when I started having gay sex, I would think that I was gonna go to hell because of what my grandmother said, because of what people said, and I would always yeah. think, oh my god, I'm going to yeah. go to hell. I'm having gay sex, and you know what it was? It's yeah. it's kids internalize things, and I think that. Parents forget that, and I think that um that we should be very careful on how we take um action on things because the thing is, it kids shouldn't be yeah exactly. um, no they shouldn't be taught to be afraid, and not only that, I think that the parents and should and they should probably try to ed educate themselves too because you know you think about it, you know you 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 know this is we come from a very religious society, you know Latin America. You know, uh, generally are Catholics, you know, and the thing is that they tell their children, you know what, you know, you should not leave your husband. You should be married, you should stay married, and you should not leave your husband because it's a sin. You should not have gay sex. Yeah. Even, and even if your husband you stay with him, you, need you to have stay to, with him. So you have to be, you can't be able to carry your clothes. The thing is, if you go, of course, this is basically at least, you know, the, the churches, religious institutions are institutions who are interested for families to stay together, to do whatever they, they you know, to do, you know, to be able to stay with the husband, women to stay with the husbands, of course, so they can continue having children, so they can continue, you know, uh, uh, supporting, you know, uh, governments, churches and societies.
that's the thing about it. You know, so you know why you have to yep. educate yourself. You have to inform yourself about things, you know, and what this religious institution was for you, you know, and you cannot follow every single thing that they say. You have to think and you have to be able to say, you know what? Maybe I should probably start thinking for myself and start and start making my own making my own conclusions about things. Your own world. Make your own world. All right, ladies and gentlemen, yes. we are running a little bit out of time just because of the fact that today is College Tuesday and Lady German has to get ready. But thank you so much, Erica, for joining me. Yes. And I have a quick question. Yes. Let's do a little quick um question. If you were a planet, what planet would you be? In a planet? In a planet. If you were a planet, what planet would you be? Go. Venus. <laughs> yes. Venus. Venus, oh so I would God. like to be Neptune. That's very sexy. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, that is all for today. We will give you more information and more fun mm -hmm. facts next week. Remember today, do you remember that every Tuesday is College Tuesday and you can join at the Zoom party. You can follow me on Instagram in order to get your meeting ID. Also to remember to be precautious and be careful mm -hmm. about social distancing um, if you are out there getting your, you know, food resources and stuff like that. And yes. remember to be kind to one another. And this is me and Erica mm -hmm. signing up with, we love you a whole lot of it. We love your we whole. We say, yes. love your whole. Hi. Hey. All right. DJ, hit the